I'll give you $10 after service, Ron. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, I want you to check out this video, and then we'll talk about what we are talking about. start today with a three-week series called The Ghosts of Christmas Past. And really, obviously, uh, it is Christmas season and one of those things. But I want us to enjoy where we're at. And I don't think it's out of line to, to, for us to say this. I mean, most of us have had to deal with being offended or, or have gotten hurt in some way, some shape, some form. And what we're going to talk about today is getting offense broken off of us. Getting that ghost of offense, that spirit of offense off of us so that we can actually live our life and live it on purpose. And so we're going we're gonna to confront that today. Next week, we're going to talk about shame. And shame is one of those things that as, you know, maybe you, you did something or uh, if you only knew, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, and the enemy has told you you'll never be used of God. You can't do anything. And, and we, we tend to limit ourselves because we are ashamed of how we've been or what we've done in the past and all of those kind of things. So we're going to break that next week. And then we're going to talk about labels. Week number three, we're going to talk about labels. Everybody's been, we've all done it. Somebody's labeled you or this or that as you grew up or whatever that case is. And we've ended up living with the label. Sometimes you don't know who somebody is and they'll say, well, you know the, and they'll, they'll label them. How many know what I'm talking about? And then you'll go, oh yeah, now I know who you're talking about. We want to break that stuff off of us as well. I want you to go into this Christmas season good and clean and knowing that Christ did everything. Whatever you need, he's taken care of it. And so in this time of year, isn't it, isn't it true that the enemy just magnifies a lot of things? All the things that are going wrong, maybe the things you're dealing with, I'm not dealing with. Whatever it is, they get magnified. We get offended. We get easily offended. So today we're going to put that out. We're going to kick that out, the ghost of offense. And so we're going to look at that. How many here today know somebody that's easily offended? How many knows if you knew that person knew you were raising your hand, they'd be irked? They'd be offended because you raised, I don't know, they're talking about you. So then you would go, oh yeah. How many would be honest with yourself and say that you may have gotten offended easily or been offended in the past? I would have to raise my my hand. In my own life, I've let things upset me. <clears throat> and I don't know, maybe all guys aren't like me, I don't know, but this is what I, at this time of year, people are trying, you know, traffic is what it is. And so Kim and I went out uh, and we had to tell ourselves, now isn't this true? You almost have to tell yourself, you've you got to change your perspective. Because if you go out, like we went to Kohl's, they opened at 5, Thanksgiving Day? They opened at 5. There was people standing. You might have been one of them. For like 100 yards outside the building. And, and this is what PK says. She goes, I am not waiting out in the cold. Because they're out there and some of them are. 
And okay, well, that's okay if you want to wait out in the cold. So we weren't in any hurry, but we just changed our mindset. Let's just have fun. We find the deals that you wanted, and we were just out. You know why? Because seasons have changed in our house. Our kids grew up. Now they all are, you know, they have their own things. They have other, their, their wife's family to go to. So things are changing. So we were just, we didn't want to sit at home. We just thought, hey, let's just go out and have some fun. So we did. But again, think about this perspective. We're going to look at some things today that hopefully will help you see things in a different light. But as a guy, I get, I get ticked off by people that you let out in traffic. They need out and you go ahead. And they do not even acknowledge that you let them out. They don't wave. They don't nod. They don't mouth. Thank you. That ticks me off. How about if you're shopping? Now, years ago, we actually witnessed this. We were at all places. Walmart, you know, is really one of the only stores you can wear your pajama bottoms and get away with it. Some of you are like, you've been there, huh? But they had, this back in the day, they had portable DVD players on sale. I don't know if you remember that, but they were, and our kids were like, we want one. So they were on sale, and so we were like, we're going to get, and, and it was, you know, whoever got there, when they were out, they were out. And we watched, I watched somebody put one in their cart and go to get something else and watched somebody walk right by and go. And I'm like, they just took your. And I'm just like, why? But when you're at a cart and it's all busy and you want to get down the aisle and they're talking to people they haven't seen or whatever. Hey, how you doing? But they're talking in the middle of the aisle. Can you not go to this side or that side or help me be a goalpost and split the difference? But no, you're going to stay there and you can't get your cart around. And so this is me. I'm going to just squeeze around you guys, okay? And if they don't acknowledge that, I, so if you think you're bad, I'm the pastor. I'm not any good. Because I will answer for them. Oh, thank you. Go right ahead. You're so kind. You're so polite. Which Kim will say, Brett Allen. <laughs> but I just want to say, can you not move? And so it's cool that you're talking, but, you know, I got I to gotta go get whatever I got to go get. It just chaps my hide. <laughs> or when you let people in the door and you hold the door for them. Hey. Come on in. They don't look at you. They don't nod. They don't say thank you. Like you're, I'm Carlton, your doorman. I'm here just to hold the door. I've been waiting all day for you to walk through. We live in a time where the world just deals with everything. You could easily be offended by so many things. I just heard back in the back, and this is going to offend you that aren't Trump fans. Now, I, I particularly, I pray for my president. Because God puts those in authority. So whether you're a Trump fan or not, you ought to be praying for him instead of picking him apart. I'm just saying. Anyway, there's a Trump bear, I guess. And you can pull a flag out of the bear and show your patriotism. And the bear has a hairdo like Trump. I'm not sure. I think there's a little bit of sarcasm in with that altogether. But I, just to let you know, if you want to know if I like Trump, I particularly, I'm in favor of what God has put in charge. So with the... the I'll just leave that where it's at. Never mind. So you know where I'm, I'm standing. Okay. So anyway, today's culture, the plot thickens because now we have social media. Everybody's on Facebook. How about if you like somebody and they don't like you back? 
you got to deal with that. You friend them and they don't friend you back. Or you find out they unfriended you. That's always fun. They don't accept your request and you've put it out there. Or you text somebody and they slow respond. I mean, after three or four days, you forget you even text them. Hey, or how about this? You text them and you see the bubbles and then they go away. And you're like, I, you, you started, I saw the bubbles. And nothing comes through. And then your mind is like, what were they going to say? It's so easy to get offended in the world today. <clears throat> I thought we were tight. Evidently not. So the holidays come. And then there's those people that come to your get-together. They're late. They didn't bring any food, but they brought Tupperware. Because they're going to take some stuff home. <laughs> We've had people come up and tell us how to raise our kids. We were sitting in a restaurant and people come up. You know, you should, you should, you should raise your kids like this. Do you have children? No. That's pretty much a disclaimer, I think. That's like somebody being married 17 times is going to tell you how to make a marriage work. Well, after 17 times, they might have get it right. I don't know. But you got to start saying, okay, God, help me. What's my perspective? Little things can become big things. Or what's big to somebody might not be big to you because you're not that person. So it would not affect you, but it might affect them. And we have lost in our minds and in our hearts really what the gospel talks about and what Jesus showed us in compassion. Because we choose to get offended. People have let us down. Some people have been abused. I'm not making light of what your past has been or how you grew up. I understand. Some families are dysfunctional, not due to maybe as much as what you've done, but maybe what some one family member have, has done, and it's caused a disruption in everything. Now, before you get like, oh, he's, I'm talking to myself. I mean, there's stuff that Kim and I, we have to deal with, not between each other, but just like, oh, Lord. You know, there's people that you see three, four times a year, but you're not going on vacation with them. Some of you will get that in a second. You don't really want to hang out with them, but you're going to, you know, you spend a holiday with them. But still, Lord, help me. It's time to put offenses aside and understand that Christ has more for you than that. Jesus, he did die for you, so you don't have to live a life offended. The promise he brings. You don't want to open gifts this season with a closed heart. You want to open gifts. Well, Brett, I, I can't help. You know what? Well, they're mad at me. Well, if they stay mad at you, they stay mad at you. But what are you doing? How are you going to respond? How are you going to deal with how you have to be? Perspective on that. If they refuse, you have to keep your heart and clean and open. You have to guard it. Because when it comes down to it, you're not responsible for them. You're responsible for you. When we stand before the Lord, it's us. Just us. We have to overcome offenses. Maybe you need to say this. And I'm going to say it several times in this message. My life is too short and my calling too great to live offended. Now, let's talk about life. Statistics, they give us what the average lifespan is. I'm not talking about that. I'm not trying to speak an early on anybody. I'm going to believe I'm going to live 120 plus, or let's just say until Jesus comes back. 
I want to live past the life expectancy. Anybody? I don't want to live good. But in, in the realm of eternity, the Bible says this is like a mist, a vapor. We're here for just a short time. Ron said it. It just seems like life goes so fast. You realize December 12th this year will be 59 years old. Take him out. I mean, 59 years old. 59 years old. And you know what? Now, this is what I want to be more active than I was when I was 29 years old. I want, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to always do stuff. I'm trying to always be somewhere, trying to always do whatever the Lord wants me to do. My kids, or our kids have all grown up and gone from the house. Now they, we have three grandchildren. And it seems like life is going by fast. My, my youngest grandson right now, Arrow, is three months old. And, and he just is happy. He just, and he seems, he's wearing six-month-old clothes. And it seems like he was just born just like last week or something. It's just amazing how fast things go and and how uh, time is. But life is full of seasons, and seasons bring change. How many knows that life is a journey, and we might as well enjoy it? Amen? So I am not the only one here with a great calling. You have a great calling. Your life is too short. Your calling too great. We are all called to do something. And really what the Bible says, if we're a believer, is to preach the gospel and sometimes use words. So what do you do? So wherever you're at, I have people tell me, PB, I'm the only Christian there. That's why you're there. You're the only light, so be the light. Sometimes we go about it wrong. You ever have, back in the day, my dad used to take family, remember 8mm films? Crunch, you remember this? The, the, he had a spotlight. And when you watch the film, you can see everything. But in reality, that was just like, ah, you know, trying to get that. And sometimes we come across that way. We are so it's not that we're not right, and it's not that we're not bright. It's just too bright for some, and we find ourselves judging people. We can't do that. Do you know when you point your finger at somebody, you got three pointing back at you? What we need to do is just, we need to just start showing compassion. We're all called to be the light of the world. We're all called to be the salt of the earth. To reflect the love. Come on, somebody. We are his hands and feet. How do we do that? How's that look? Without trying to recite the Bible, what if you just lived it? You know, the, most people that I have wanted the Lord so many times, it's really not scripture that I quoted to them in the beginning. It's just lifestyle. It's just helping. It's just being who you're supposed to be without any strings and not getting offended. Because life is too short, my calling too great. To be offended by something small. And sometimes people carry big offenses. I don't want to be a small person and just walk around like a walking wound. And I know it might not be fair. You might have been totally innocent in the whole deal. I don't know. I'm not trying to belittle that in any way. But I am saying God has a call in your life. And there is life past that. Can you see yourself past it? We have to... To do something and not be small. We have to be, to quote a song from Frozen, we have to. Let it go, let it go. Can't you didn't know I recorded that, did you? It's a gift. 
Okay, moving on. Life is too short, my calling too great. Come on, to, to live life offended. I'm not going to let small things drag me down. Proverbs 19.11 says, Sensible people control their temper, and they earn respect by overlooking wrongs or offenses. So what's that mean to overlook an offense? Overlooking an offense is not the same as pretending it didn't happen. That's a difference. It's not saying, hey, that was, that was not good what you did. What it's saying is, I'm not going to dwell on that. I am going to forgive. It's a conscious decision to let it go. It's a conscious decision to forgive. It is a choice. You have a free will. Romans 12, 2 in the New Living Translation is wonderful. It's not one of the scriptures I have up there, but it says God will help change. Now, this is what's awesome. He will help change the way you think. Dude, that rocks. God's going to help me change my, my stinking thinking. Woohoo! That's awesome. Because sometimes I'm just a turd. Can I say that in church? I just did. I'm sorry. Not really. But you know what I'm saying. He wants to help you. He wants to get you into the right frame of mind. Overlooked means, in two Hebrew words, it literally means to pass over. One, glory, or one version states it's, it's to one's glory to pass over an offense, to rise above it in your heart. In other words, you know what? I'm not going to let that predetermine how everything in life has to be. Maybe you were dealt a, a, a wrong hand or, or somebody hurt you or, or, or abused. I'm, again, not belittling that. What I'm telling you is you got a lot of life to live, and my life is too short, my calling too great. You can't let it take you off the calling of God. So let's say this together. With God's help, I'm getting over this. Here's our first thought this morning. With God's help, I'm getting over being easily offended. Ephesians 4.2 says, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. Making allowances for each other's faults because of your love. So this is what we do. We judge others by, our, by what they did, their actions. And we judge ourselves by our intent. In other words... If somebody does something, you see what they did, and you say, okay, you ticked me off. But if we would do the same thing, and we didn't realize it, we'd go, no, wait a minute. I really didn't mean to do that, or I didn't mean it the way that came out. Do you see the difference? And God is wanting us to go past that and start to say this. You know what? He's bigger than whatever you're facing. He's bigger than whatever problem that you have. Whatever you're being offended on, is he not big enough? Is his arm waxed short that he can't? If he can part the Red Sea, can he not help you? We say this, you know, well, God knows my heart. Sure he does. But probably that person might not. You might want to start saying, God, help me do what I need to do. If somebody's mistreated you, the way they responded, it it really is not about you. Now, my wife helps me a lot. I, I've said before, I'm, I feel like I'm the kite and she's the string. She just pulls me, keeps me from, you know, because I just said, can I say that? And she goes, you already did. So if I can't say that, you guys just help me to get over this because I'm going to hear about it later. <laughs> now she's like that. This is what she'll do. And I love this about her. And sometimes, the other day, we, her and I were talking and and I was mad, not at her, I was mad at me. Because right away she went and said, 
something that was, you know, it was, it was nice. It was spiritual. But that's where her mind went. She was just like, well, honey, we could. And I'm like, ah. Oh. She's like, what's the matter? I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Because I was all wrapped up in me. You ever see an ambulance go by? Do you ever pray for like father, just whoever is in trouble? Lord, just, just help them, heal them, help them in Jesus' name. That's what she does. And that's what I do. We have to be of people of integrity that are realizing when stuff is going wrong, maybe the cashier has treated you rudely. Can I, I can almost guarantee you it's probably not you. Something's going on. Something in their life. Something that's been hard for them. Maybe we should just be nice. And, and again, it's not saying they're treating you is right the way it is, but yet... Again, overlooking, rising above that, not, not saying that's right, but just saying, is not God bigger than that? You know, sometimes we've had people snap at us in line, especially this time of year. And, they're, you know, it's the holiday season and all that, but some people aren't always so, they're almost Ebenezer-ish. And, I, and I've left people before where I've just said things like this. I'm going to be praying that your day is going to get even better. <laughs> They've said, well, I can't get any worse. Well, I'm sure it could, but I don't, I don't explain that. Well, just, I'm just going to believe it's going to get better from here on out. Just, you're going to have a great day. Sometimes they'll even tell me what they're upset about. Other times they don't. Being who God wants us to be. Their bad day is not about you. If they're driving, have you ever had anybody just by you just to cut in front of you, just to turn? When they were right behind you, they could have turned in 50 yards anyway. But my wife would say something like, well, honey, we don't know what's going on. Maybe there's somebody that they need to, you know. I don't. And again, she is always taking the high road. That's a wonderful thing. You need somebody in your life like that. Did you know their PMS is not about you? Unless you ask about it, then it's about you. If you're newly married, you probably don't know what PMS means. Please make sense. Or how about this? Pretty mean sister. <laughs> Instead of, you know, if somebody is being short with you, then start thinking to yourself, Lord, maybe they're going through something. I'm going to decide to pray. I'm going to, my perspective is going to change. I'm going to show compassion. Because you and I are getting over being easily offended because our life is too short, our calling too great to be easily offended. God is helping me make allowances for others and get over that. Here's, number, here's our second thought. With God's help, I'm going to get over big offenses. Big offenses. During the holidays, it gets even harder. They're, it just, again, and the enemy just makes sure of those kind of things. It's, it's easy to remember past hurts. You don't, you don't know what they did. And again, you have to make that choice. We can rehearse things. And how many knows the enemy wants us to do that? You know, what's tough in the spiritual world of Christendom, people say, well, we're going to pray about everything. And I get that. But sometimes that's hard. It's hard to pray about everything. Or the Bible says in one, pray without ceasing. How do we do that? I mean, I mean, is there any time? How do you do that? So thinking about, God, how do we do that? I have people say, I, Brett, I don't know how to pray. Because, you know, people use this word. 
we're just gonna, you just need to meditate. That sounds kind of creepy. Um, I'm not talking about that. If you know how to worry, you know how to meditate. You know what meditate? It's just thinking something over and over and over again. Going through the what if. What did they mean? They could have meant this. Oh, they, that's rehearsing. What if we decided not to rehearse? Because when we do that, we nurse the curse. Oh, gee. Sound like Dr. Seuss. Let's release it. Let's just give it to God. God, I'm not going to go over this in my mind. Do you realize you are in control of whatever takes space in your brain? I'm not going to do it. Lord, I'm not going to rehearse all this. It was not right. I'm not saying it was right. I'm saying I choose. I will not go over it and over it and over it. Brett, they don't even recognize. It doesn't matter if they recognize it. You have to recognize because, again, you stand before the Lord. They're going to have to stand before the Lord. It's not your job to clean all of them up. How many of those process is a time period? So sometimes forgiving is a process. It's just going to take some time. It doesn't mean, again, you know, you're going to go on vacation with them, but it just means I'm going to, I'm going to get past this. I have gotten or gotten past it. God is going to help me. Colossians 3.13 says, Make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. That's hard. You know, some of this stuff just is going to take growth. And growth is a good thing. You walk through stuff. The enemy puts all the nasty stuff, you know, sickness, disease. and That comes from the enemy. It doesn't come from God. But have you ever found yourself responding different than you used to? Anything? Went to Starbucks today with Maddie. Maddie is an amazing young woman. She has more strong will than all of the other kids put together. And, I mean, we were like, dear God, help us. When, we were, when she was growing up, because, I mean, she literally, Maddie, keep those shoes on. Whoop, shoes would come off. She would go, Kim, we had, how many, if you're a parent, like vans? Because the van, mama can get out of the seat, come back, and make your day. And she made Maddie's day all the time. And we'd say, don't take your shoes off. She'd take them off. She'd go back there. She'd discipline her. Six times in a 27-mile trip, she went back there. And even her siblings are like, why? Why? And Maddie's like, I do not care. But it's finally, she finally took it. Well, one of these days, we, we were uh, at, our, at our old house, which is Malone's house. I saw him come in. Where is he? Malone's at. Where are you here? Oh, there they are. There they are. There you are. And we were coming out that side door, and it was wintertime. And so we're coming out, and Maddie had some yogurt in her hand. And she came out, and she went around the other side of the car. And the next thing I saw was just Maddie's feet. And all I heard was thud, and then I heard stupid yogurt. And she got up, took her yogurt, and threw it up against the house. I'm just like in shock. I said, you know what you get to do? She goes, what? I said, clean off the house. Okay, now that's been years ago. This is, that wasn't yesterday. Today, we go to Starbucks, so we're fast-forwarding. 
And I'm like, thank you, God, you are working in our life. She gets some kind of dragon fruit drink. And so after paying $75 for this, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so she gets this dragon fruit drink, and she walks out, and we get two steps, two steps, mind you, out of the door. And it, and it baptizes the whole sidewalk. And, the, you know, there would have been a time where I'm like, I'm getting out of the way because I'm going to get stupid dragon drink. She just looks down, looks at it, looks up at me and goes, really? That was all she said. I said, come on. So we picked up the cup and went back in. They, they were so nice. Now, check this out. And again, think about perspective. And the lady goes, oh, I'm sorry. Did I make it wrong? And I said, no, ma'am. I said, but we baptized the driveway with it. And I said, she dropped it just a couple steps out of there, so we need to buy another one. And I was going to buy it for Maddie because she had just bought one. And I, and I was very proud of her. Now, this is just a dad talking. that She didn't respond how she had responded before. And the lady goes, no, don't you even worry about it. We'll make it. It's on us. Something like that. And Maddie just looked over at me and smiled and said, thank you. And I looked at her, and I just gave her a nudge and said, that's favor. My life is too short. My calling too great to be easily offended. So now, not only easy ones or little ones, we're not going to get offended by all these little daily little things that pick at us. We're not going to get offended by big things. Brett, I don't know if I can do that. I've been hurt a lot. Again, I'm not trying to belittle that. But how do we do that? And we read it in the scripture. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Forgive as you have been forgiven. Really? That's right. If God can forgive you, you have to forgive others. But I don't know about you, but I've been forgiven for a lot. Can I just tell you? There have been times in my life I've been less than honest. I've done the wrong thing. I've thought the wrong thought. I've hurt people throughout my life. Just out and out flat sinned against God. Anybody else in the building? How do we get it? As God has forgiven me, as Christ has forgiven me, then I'm going to forgive others. So I've, I do that the same way he forgave me. That's how we do that. Sometimes it's just pulling that onion back. Brett, I didn't see that before. That's the whole point. Because we live inside our natural self, inside our five sense world. Well, we can touch, see, smell, taste, hear. And, and if we can't figure that out, but in the supernatural, God says, I'm bigger than whatever has bothered you. I'm bigger than whoever has hurt you. I'm way past that. And the way to do that is if God can forgive you, that's all you need. Even if it's not a big one, it's just, God, you forgave me so I can forgive them. I choose, I choose, I choose because my life is too short, my calling too big to walk in unforgiveness. Freely I've been forgiven, so freely I forgive others. God, help me to forgive. How many, there's times I'm praying for people that I don't want to forgive them. You ever feel that way? You know what I want to do? Probably shouldn't. Rock 'em, sock 'em, robots. I'd like to slap you, then let me get it out of my system, then I'll forgive you. That's not what God says. You gotta forgive, you gotta let it go. 
Well, Brett, what they did is cause for this action. I'm sure it is, but it's not justified. You know what it's cause for? Forgiveness. So what they did was wrong. It's not you that has to swing the hammer. Come on. And that's the hard part. I got to release it. I can't rehearse it, curse it, and nurse it. I got to release it so God can reverse it. It's going to take some time for some of us. You might be saying, God, I need your help. But God is, you might even be saying this, I'm over it. I'm getting over it. Wouldn't it be great just to say, I'm done with it. I'm over it. What's your mindset? Do you really? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Romans 10, 17. I'm going to, Lord, I forgive them. Do you know in some of my prayer time, and this is what people are thinking. Oh, you're a pastor. You walk on a cloud. You know better than that. I don't walk on a cloud. I have to. Sometimes I have to say their name. Father, I just choose to forgive so-and-so. That's about as real as I can be. You're going to have to forgive them. How? Because he freely forgave you. It might be beyond yourself. It's not beyond him. Now think about what I'm about to say. But I can't. You probably can't. But according to the word, if you're a believer, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So because of that, I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is a gift. We don't have to walk around this season all bound up. But we can walk in peace. Think about Joseph. The Bible doesn't record really. He didn't really retaliate. But man, I think I would have. Because I'm human, I guess. But he was too. But yet he somehow, he went from the pit clear to the palace. Now, he didn't handle himself all right all the way. I mean, he was very boastful and all of that stuff. And I get all that. But what I'm saying is, he was treated wrongly. He was sold into slavery, his own family. He was accused of things he didn't do. He went to prison. Everywhere he went, he prospered and flourished. What are you telling me, Brett? I'm telling you right now, some of us feel like we've been imprisoned. But if we could get God, and we already have him, to change our mindset. From this day forward, I choose. I'm getting over this. Or better yet, I'm over it. So that means in this holiday, what's that going to take? It's going to take you saying it, you believing it, receiving it, and you walking in it. Brett, that'll be hard. What's better? Walk that way or walk the way you've been walking? I want to get over all of these ghosts. I don't want to be shamed. I don't want to be offended. And I don't want to be labeled. You want to label me something, let's label something good that God has done. Let's, let's think about that. But today, maybe that's you. I'm going to have the prayer team come to my left and my right. <laughs> and it, these guys, they're trained to pray with you. That's what they do. That's what they love. Did you know that 
they prayed over these seats before anybody ever entered this building. Oh, well, I mean, the dream team was here, but they were going in and out of these. You know why? Because they were believing that God is bigger than whatever you're offended at. They're believing right now that God has already taken it. Come on, according to the word. It's already, depending on your stance on it, do you want to be done with it? Let's get it over with. I'm going to see him pretty soon. Okay. But they'll see you as a new person. You're not trying to answer for them. You're not trying to say what they did was right. You're going to, as God says, you're overlooking that. Not, not saying it's right, but God, you're bigger than that. So I'm just going to love you, God. And I'm going to be able to look at them and say, hey, Merry Christmas. And move on. Now, I want us just to pray, and I'm not going to embarrass you. I promise I won't embarrass you. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. If you're in the building today and you've been walking in offense, maybe stuff has happened, and you know some of it might be horrific. I, I don't know. And again, not trying to belittle that. But today, you could see yourself coming out of it. And you just want prayer, and you want to recognize that. You want to confess that you're coming out today. I want you just to put your hand up and put it back down. Yes, yes, all over the place. Yes, yes, absolutely. Let's all say this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I receive your grace, your strength. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me for what I've done wrong and help me apply that to others. You are my King. You're in charge. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, a couple things have just happened. Number one, now just because you said something, here's the thing. Faith always has a point of release and a point of reception. In other words, in the kingdom, this is how the kingdom works. We confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, and do not doubt. Now, that's your belief system. If you're sitting here saying, you know what, I'm going to buy Christmas. Now, just giving you an example. I'm going to buy Christmas, and I'm not going into debt. And if I don't have enough money, I'm going to use my MasterCard. And hopefully I can, you might as well go ahead and use your MasterCard because that's your plan B. It's what you have your faith in. I'm either, Father, I'm going to walk unoffended. I'm not going to let that, will it be a process? Well, you'll find out because if it tries to, you're, nope, I have that morning, December 1st, I'm done with this. I gave that to God. I'm not getting offended. No way. Father in Jesus, now I'm not. Because just like we sang today, I'm going to sing a hallelujah. No matter what's going on, even if, man, I don't even understand. I don't even understand why. He's bigger. He's bigger. And my life is too short and my calling too great. You have a calling. When I look at this room, I see incredible people that are going to be happy and walk in a way they've just been dreaming about. And it starts today. Amen. Stand to your feet.